0: Hello, my name is Michael Albert, and this is the 228th episode of the podcast titled Revolution Z. This time I want to do a session about an article titled 20 Theses for Liberation and the associated website titled 4, that's the number 4, forliberation.org. liberationorg On May 1st, 2023, just a few days ago, various media outlets and organizations co-published the essay, twenty theses for liberation. 30 progressive activists initially signed it, including myself. Five international organizations, including Z-Network, initially host and advocate for it. Many other venues are displaying it, and its own page at www.forliberation.org, again that's the number four, Displays additional information and provides a form for you, should you wish to do so, to add your support as another signer. I sincerely hope you will visit forliberation.org to consider signing on yourself. The co authors are myself, Renetta Avila, Ramsey Baroud, Medea Benjamin, Peter Bomer, Fintan Bradshaw, Jeremy Brecker, Urska Brosnik, Noam Chomsky, Savina Chowdhury, Deveris Simon, Mark Evans, Andrej Grubutek, Jason Hickel, Kathy Kelly, Arash Kolahai, Bridget Meehan, Sotiris Mitralexis, Jason Miles, Cynthia Peters, John Pilger, Matisse Primk, Don Rojas, Stephen Shalom, Alexandria Shayner, Norman Solomon, Cooper Sperling, Yanis Varoufakis, Brett Wilkins, and Greg Wilpert. The host source organizations are Z-Network, DM25, Academy of Democratic Modernity, Modernity MetaCPC, and Real Utopia. So far, beyond the initial signers, despite some initial technical hip- hiccups, uh, just over 80 people have newly signed on in the site's first two days as I record this. That is actually a lot, as the document is, well, almost infinitely more than a treat. In any event, at this point, perhaps having read the article on Znet or elsewhere and feeling skeptical, you might very reasonably ask, why now? Why theses? Why sign? And what next? As a co-author, I know that 20 theses don't mean to present a program. A program would differ dramatically in different countries, regions, and even cities, as well as from one year and even one month, and sometimes even one week to the next, And the 20 Theses want to bridge all those realms. Indeed, the Progressive International is working on translations for their site and forliberation.org. And I also know the 20 Theses, from now on I think I'll call that 20T, and I also know 20T don't mean to say my way of the highway. They, of course, don't mean to be 20 commandments. They just mean to be what they say they are a collection of diversely-born wisdom about key aspects of vision and strategy that the authors offer to try to help spur a wide and deep conversation to help unify a movement of movements. That is, 20T present themselves as a gathering of diverse insights that hopes to generate solidarity and mutual aid across issues, focuses, and borders. The 20T mean to be a starting point to in turn propel conversations to develop better, richer, more inspiring formulations. So, with that clarified, here are the answers to the above four questions, why now, why theses, why sign, and what next, that propelled me to be a part of this project. I hope they will resonate for you too. So, why now? I was recently 76. That just means I have been around a long time. But being around a long time has told my eyes and ears, my beliefs and passions, that our current time is different. I remember nightmares of nukes, the Cuban Missile Crisis, duck and cover, Vietnam, Indochina, maddening nationalism, and the stream of persistent barbaric international horrors since. I remember vile sentiments among elites, and I remember ugly sentiments percolating through daily life, each many times over. I remember ecological worries first rising to public sight a half century back and increasing ever since. And I remember much more, and yet I remember nothing so threatening to human well-being and even to human survival as today's growing fascist projects, today's festering interpersonal and international antisocial violence, today's burning ecological nightmares, and today's growing threat of nuclear extermination. Now is, to my aged eyes, the most dangerous of times. Yet I also remember the American 60s, the French May of 1968, diverse movements churning and varied consciousnesses rising ever since. I remember advances lost but also won, movements born, struggling but also slumbering. Yet, call me crazy. While I can feel in my old bones that these are the most dangerous times, they also strike my still young soul, and I hope yours too, as the most promising of times. Humanity faces possible extinction, but large sectors of humanity now know it, and many have got to already be, or will soon become, eager for reasoned, passionate, militant change. Not solely in one realm, not solely for one moment, And not just to create a momentary pause in the ugliness, but in all realms, for all times, and to create a stupendous revolution in values, views, and institutions. That is an organizer's invitation. It is being extended all over the world, from Europe to Asia, from the Middle East to the U.S., from Africa to Latin America. In France, Germany, the UK, Iran, Israel, Sri Lanka, Peru, and elsewhere, the signs of times changing are unmistakable. Okay, but 20 theses? Why now? Because now opposition to racism, to sexism, and to all manner of sexual oppressiveness is rising, and more and more people are ready to rumble for change. Because now, literally all around the world, working people are organizing, not only for immediate gains, but against systemic injustices and for encompassing liberation. And because now, well, the simple truth is, later may be too late. Or, less apocalyptically and more optimistically, now, because just beneath the surface, revolution is awakening we need battles for immediate, specific gains that can lead to sustained, multifocused struggle for a new world. And winning such immediate gains in such ways will require movements that share vision and strategy, and that, on that shared foundation, exercise incandescent, inspiring, mutual aid. So why now? Because now is our time for unity. But why theses, Perhaps not the best word choice, but for me, it is because to share core insights about vision and strategy sufficient for effective unity, we need to enunciate, discuss, refine, and come together around enough bottom-up, widely conceived, openly vetted, and continually updated insights that are able to sustain collective struggle and mutual support, but that do not so overreach that they curtail creative diversity born from different circumstances. We do not need some personal universal blueprint. We do not need top-down marching orders. But we do need visionary and strategic unity that both respects diverse heritages and simultaneously facilitates continually emerging insights. But how can we arrive at, share, and continually update such needed insights? We can write, read, and above all, listen and talk about what we have already and what we will soon experience. So why 20 theses? The dictionary says a thesis is a statement or theory that is put forward as a premise to be maintained or proved. The 20 theses for liberation put forward 20 statements, plus an introduction and conclusion. They intend that each statement, 1 to 20, be assessed, refined, enriched, and when settled, maintained until they are further improved to be maintained anew. Thesis is just a word. It is close enough to our intention to serve, but if if you would prefer to refer to the 20 theses as 20 statements, ideas, precepts, themes, insights, or whatever, so be it. It's the ensuing conversation that will matter. But why sign? Of course, signatures aren't marches. A name on a form isn't a strike. A name on a form isn't itself actual face-to-face organizing and organization building. But many names together can convey a sense of possibility. Many names can give folks a reason to relate. Many names can convey motivation to spend some time reading, thinking, assessing, and hopefully signing on. The initial signers no doubt each hope their name will inspire attention and critical sharing. We'll see. But you may wonder, how can I sign on to words I didn't write? In all likelihood, each co-author would, on their own, express this or that thesis, even all 20 theses, a little differently. Or each co-author would include or remove something if he or she wanted to arrive at a perfect, precise statement of his or her own personal current views and inclinations. But to perfectly present each co-author's individual views wasn't the point. Likewise, to wholly encompass each signer's totality of views together wasn't the point. The 20 Theses, again 20-T, don't mean to cover all things for all people. However, they do hope to offer a collection of core foundational insights for, well, all those who agree. They hope to offer a starting point to work off to arrive at a set of widely shared pivotal views about vision and strategy sufficient to sustain mutual aid unity for a movement of movements. What broad shared commitments can get struggles that seek specific, different, but compatible ends by specific, different, but compatible means to see themselves as altogether a set of intersecting mutually supportive parts of a larger whole? You say you wouldn't yourself formulate one or more of the 20T precisely the way the 20T formulate them? You say you would have additional ideas for or concerns about possible refinements? No problem. That will be much needed material for the conversation that the 20 theses seek. What is now needed for you to sign is only that you, like the co-authors, feel that the 20T provide a good basis for seeking shared vision and strategy, and that you agree with their intent and the overall direction of the 20T. But still, in that case, why sign? To express your support and hope, to add your name to the call, and hopes doing so will increase its credibility and prospects. And what next? This may seem the hardest of the four questions, yet in most respects, it is the easiest. The answer regarding what to do is different strokes for different folks. The first step is to get the 20T, and particularly the forliberation.org site, widely visible to motivate more people to assess its merits. A second step is to add your thoughts by reposts, articles, and especially conversations, so as to apply, refine, and share the evolving insights. From there, we will all see together where this will go. But meanwhile, here is how the forliberation.org puts it's what next answer. Quote, engage, adapt, share. The site suggests we each consider, quote, how does the 20 Theses for Liberation Framework relate to your context or not? How can unifying vision and strategic organizing be applied in your life? Do you have a local history or practice of collective strategic organizing? How can a shared organizing framework become more accessible and actionable in your community? How might we connect and act together? The site also says, quote, dig in, connect, discuss, adapt, write, create, build, and share. Send articles, art, ideas, and projects to connect at forliberation.org with hashtag forliberation in the subject line share on social media using hashtag for liberation. So are these steps worth some of your time to interact with your family members, friends, students, schoolmates, and co-workers? We never know in advance, do we? But I am trying to, quote, dig in, connect, discuss, adapt, write, create, build, and share because I think it is worth my time to do so. I hope you will think it is worth some of your time too. So that is the essence of an article I am working on. But now let's get behind the scenes a bit. First, in doing this project, what kinds of doubts did we encounter regarding signing or not? There were some questions about substance. Why the vision stuff? Well, the answer, as I guess you probably know, being a listener to Revolution Z, is because vision is needed to provide hope. It's needed to orient Current activity, it's needed to direct or or root current activity and what we seek for the future. Why aren't the twenty T more rooted in current activist concerns? The answer to that is yes, to do that in various places would make it more immediate, more connected to their immediate priorities to activists in many in those many places. But in other places, it wouldn't. And more, the document, the 20T, are not trying to propose how to deal with immediate concerns with specific reactions. They're trying to propose ideas, themes, formulations, insights relevant to arriving at enough shared vision and strategy so that program undertaken in different places differently, will be able to be compatible with one another and mutually supportive. Some similarly said, why is what I prioritize not more centered in the document? It's really the same answer. Because what Joe more prioritizes, or Sue more prioritizes, or anyone more prioritizes, is not necessarily prioritized by everyone else. That's the whole point. The idea is to find unity beyond the differences that are correctly there and reasonably pursued in immediate priorities in different places, times, etc. What kinds of aims do we have that are evidenced by the 20 theses and relevant pretty much all over? What kind of strategic insights do we have, not specific program? that are, again, relevant all over. There were also questions about worth. Isn't this just a glorified petition? I'm quite uh, empathetic, I guess, with that criticism. I don't like petitions. I very rarely sign one. But no, I don't think this is just a glorified petition. This is, instead, an attempt by, initially, the 30 co-authors from all over the place, and with diverse views, and with considerable experience, to offer a a basis for a conversation, a discussion, an exploration that takes it as its priority, literally, to generate greater unity, literally to generate greater mutual aid among diverse movements inside a growing movement of movements. But then people also asked, how does this document and this site accomplish anything? It's just paper with marks on it. It's just more writing, more writing, more writing. Well, the answer is the piece of paper doesn't accomplish anything much, and the site won't either, unless people take to heart the idea, the aim, of generating shared vision and strategy to sustain shared solidarity, shared mutual aid. And for that to happen, people will have to sign a small step, which, however, creates the basis for more people signing and puts those who sign in touch with the ideas and the agenda And then beyond signing, for some people, to do the kinds of things that the document itself calls for. Writing, reposting, using social media, engaging in conversations, trying to push forward the project. Second, for myself, what do I really think about this whole undertaking? And how do I think people ought to relate to it? I think the 20T article largely reveals what I think of it, but let me be explicit. How the hell do we survive current crises, much less win liberatory change, without arriving at a considerable degree of shared vision and strategy to bring our diverse focuses and efforts into proximity of one another, to generate solidarity so that all our separate efforts help one another by mutual aid, by mutual support? And how do we get shared vision and strategy if we don't try to get shared vision and strategy? So in other words, to do so, and I believe it's an important step, an important priority among many to do so, we will have to set out, and then discuss, and then refine, and then debate, and then converse about, and then hopefully arrive at vision and strategy that we can hold in common. Do I think this will work? I have no idea. The odds are against it. The odds are against it working. Why is that? Well, because of a long history of not pursuing this kind of approach, because of the general degree of cynicism and lack of hope and drive that prevails in many places nowadays, but so what? The fact that the odds may be against it doesn't mean and largely reflects and depends upon the extent to which people are not moved by it. So, if we are moved by it, if we do lend a hand, the odds become much better. Indeed, I think the odds become excellent. So how do I think people should relate? Look, we're all busy. I know that. Everybody has all kinds of pressures and projects taking up their time. We're also all, I I think it's unavoidable. We're all a bit down, faced with the massive onslaught of daily news of bad things. But if we have our eyes open, we all could be up inspired by the daily news of good things, people coming together and fighting back. How do I think people should relate? I think people should, well, give it a chance. Read the 20 theses. Consider them. Consider the idea five years from now, whenever we have a movement of movements. They are all over the world. They're in every country. Inside each country, there are diverse movements, diverse campaigns, diverse projects. But this whole conglomeration becomes not a set of separate, isolated, fragmented, brave, desirable activities and morphs into, becomes, a powerful movement of movements in which the actions of each are aimed at supporting the rest, in which their unity derives from shared vision, shared strategic insights, and a commitment to winning not only against the crises of the time, which we must do, but also for a new world tomorrow. And that said, this is Michael Albert signing off for Revolution Z.